Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Western New York race fans, it's time to crank it up. Start your For the next hour, the airwaves belong to you. Sit down, strap in, and let's head to WGR's Fast Track. All right, take a nice big deep breath, buddy. With your host, let's go there and have a good day, all right, buddy. Dave Buchanan. Good morning, race fans and everyone else trapped inside their homes. It's 11.03 here on WGR Sports Radio 550. And welcome to a, yeah, we're going to try and have fun edition of WGR's Fast Track. I'm Dave Buchanan. Thanks for listening as always. And this was not the show we planned to do at the start of the week. Uh, because there's, well, there's lots to talk about, but there's no on-track action to talk about because just like the rest of the sports world, the motorsports world has virtually shut down uh, out of respect for the coronavirus and limiting the transmission of the virus, but we're still going to press on here this morning with Fast Track. Uh, right off the top, I do want to say that uh, if it hasn't started already, uh, County Executive Mark Polencars is addressing the media along with the folks from the Erie County Department of Health. If any major breaking tidbits of information come out of that press conference, uh, Derek Kramer, uh, my producer this morning, is standing by and he will break in with anything like school closings or any kind of state of emergency notices that we should pass along in the public interest. Derek is uh, monitoring that. If you do want to listen to the county executive press conference, uh, tune right over to our sister station, News Radio 930 WBEN. They will be covering that press conference live. Again, if it hasn't started already, it should be in moments that was slated to start at 11 a.m. this morning with the county executive and uh, Dr. Burstein and the folks from the Department of Health. So that's over on WBEN. But if anything, again, school closings like that, uh, we will surely pass us along as that news breaks here this morning. Uh, but until then, we're going to do try and do our best here with you. Uh, 803-0551-888-550-2550. Uh, on Twitter as well, at FastTrack550 and Facebook.com slash WGR FastTrack. Phone lines are open. If you just want to, if you need some support here this morning for uh, no racing this weekend, uh, you know, we're here for you this morning. Feel free to join us at 803-0550. Coming up on today's program, though, uh, Adam Stern from Sports Business Journal. We've had Adam on a bunch. He's always, he's tied right into the uh, latest news and breaking news concerning the motorsports industry from a business standpoint, and he's been on top of a lot of the breaking news related to the coronavirus and schedule changes and everything. We're going to talk to Adam uh, in about 10 minutes here on the program. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, 11.35, well, we're still hoping to have a local racing season. We couldn't be doing it right now because of the state mandates. But once we get there, we should have a great show coming up at the Holland Speedway this August as the 
uh, inaugural uh, Rick Wiley Memorial Race was announced this week. And uh, Rick's son, Scott Wiley, the American Dream from the Race of Champions Modified Series, is going to join us at the bottom of the hour to talk about that. That was some good news uh, we got this week. But what a week it has been as uh, one-by-one sporting events around the world were canceled and postponed. And the racing world tried to press on this weekend, but uh, in the end they... Uh, had better judgment and decided not to uh, go at, on as scheduled as uh, w- late this week we were expecting both NASCAR and IndyCar to compete as normal without fans in the stands but uh, by I think it was Thursday Friday uh, or it, uh, by Friday NASCAR had uh, decided to in fact pull the plug on the next two weeks of their season uh, both the race uh, the race weekend that was supposed to be this weekend in Atlanta and next weekend's events at the Homestead Miami Speed we have been postponed, not canceled. Key word there. Uh, where those wind up being held will be uh, interesting to say the least. There are some options just going. Uh, not that NASCAR has publicly put out what those options are, but if you just look at the schedule, uh, there's a couple eventualities. The big one is that uh, Olympic break in August that NASCAR had instituted this year. Uh, out of a favor to uh, their media partners at NBC, that two weeks off, uh, like the last week of July, first week of August in there, that's why Watkins Glen is two weeks later this year. Uh, That opening in the schedule is possibly prime placement for the Atlanta and Homestead weekends. On top of that, these races were supposed to be on Fox. That way Fox could still carry those events, even though it's into the NBC section of the uh, season. If the Olympics do take place, of course, uh, NBC could still, uh, you know, do their Olympic coverage, and Fox could carry those two weekends. Uh, another possibility is just moving those races to November uh, after the what was supposed to be the championship race at Phoenix. That would be obviously not fair to Phoenix and, and um, all the promotion that NASCAR is putting into promoting that, and how many tickets Phoenix has already sold because that is supposed to be the championship race. And I think it was actually Adam Stern that we're going to have on in a few minutes uh, put out this week that there's like only 10,000 seats remaining for that championship race at Phoenix in November. But you could move since Atlanta and Homestead are in southeastern, somewhat warmer climates. You can get away with having those in November. I also saw an interesting tweet from Bob Pokras. Uh Again, this was only his own creation in his head and not anything he's heard from industry sources. But consolidating the All-Star Weekend schedule. Of course, that's always traditionally been that two weeks in Charlotte where they run the All-Star Race the one week, one weekend, and then the following weekend, of course, Memorial Day weekend with the Coke 600 and everything surrounding that, is condense that, maybe move the All-Star Race uh, to a midweek event and then use the weekend that would have been the All-Star Race to run at either Atlanta or Homestead and finagle the schedule that way. So I'm sure NASCAR is, you know, mulling all of their options, but they're also having to mull the fact that more races could be canceled. We don't know how long uh, we will need to be in this protective state in this country. So obviously the words fluid situation have been thrown about a lot over the last couple of days. And uh, this is one of those fluid situations. But as of right now, we do have at least two NASCAR events postponed. IndyCar took an even bigger hit. They were going to try and run their opener today at St. Petersburg, Florida, without fans. And then they decided to pull the plug shortly after NASCAR did. And in fact, their first four events of their season have now been affected. The opener at St. Petersburg, uh, the Long Long Beach Grand Prix in California, their event at Barber Motorsports Park in Birmingham, Alabama, and the event at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas, the uh, Long Beach Grand, Grand Prix, I can't say that this morning, uh, apparently has just been flat out canceled. The other three events are just postponed, and they're hoping to make up at least those three events. And luckily for IndyCar, 
is their season obviously you know wraps up in September, so they have a little more of a window in say October, November if they need to do if they need to run some of those events. Um, the St. Petersburg one could be tricky because it is a temporary street course, so you have to work of course with the folks in St. Pete to you know shut down traffic once again like they do for this event. Uh, the Barbara Motorsport and Barber Motorsports Park and uh, Circuit of the America is obviously a little bit easier to make up because those are, you know, racing facilities. So it's just a matter of getting a free weekend in the schedule. So IndyCar has definitely lost at least one race and in danger of losing three others if they can't reschedule them. Uh, but pretty much they're going to be shut down until the month of May with uh, things going on uh, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, of course, with the uh, the Grand Prix race on the road course, and then, uh, of course, Indianapolis 500 at the end of May. Formula One also experiencing uh, cancellations. The Australian Grand Prix, which I believe was supposed to be this weekend, uh, wiped out altogether. The events in Vietnam and Bahrain have been postponed. And uh, Formula One now will not start their season until the end of May. And the NHRA, too, they were supposed to be in Gainesville, Florida this week for the Gator Nationals. They actually got started because they had sportsman classes racing on Thursday. And NHRA decided to uh, just finish out the sportsman classes that were already there and were already racing. So they finished up Thursday, maybe even early Friday. But all the professional categories, you know, Nitro, Funny Car, Top Fuel, Pro Stock, and all that, all of those teams that probably hadn't even arrived at the track yet, uh, those events will be postponed, and they will have to complete the remainder of the Gator Nationals at a later date. Uh, also, 12 Hours of Sebring was supposed to be next weekend in Sebring, Florida with uh, IMSA. That has been postponed in November as well, too. So lots of racing nationally affected by this. Uh, and then when we got word... Um, the short track industry also feeling this as well, too, especially here in New York State. Now that the uh, state has ordered crowds of, of you can't have a crowd larger than 500 people. And in fact, I think it's Erie County. It's 250 people that directly affects the uh, short track industry here in western New York. Thankfully, most tracks have not started their seasons. It, that declaration, though, by the governor did affect one event this weekend, the uh, indoor TQ midget race at, at Syracuse, New York, that we actually talked about last week with Steve Post. That got canceled uh, once the governor uh, made that declaration late this week. They had planned with going forward with their event. Uh, the the Salmons family uh, that uh, promote that event uh, over at the New York State Fairgrounds, they were going to go go ahead with the TQ Midget Racing this weekend and the Motorsports Expo, but that all got canceled once the state uh, made the issue of couldn't have a crowd larger than 500 people. So depending on how long that mandate stays in effect here in New York State, that could affect the start of local racing season. Most of the tracks, though, thankfully, aren't scheduled to start until late April, if not early May, so that'll kind of monitor the situation. I know one event concerning the local racing is coming up is the Ransomville Speedway uh, car show at the outlet mall in a couple of weeks. And uh, the folks at the big R are in talks with the, uh, the out, the uh, ownership of the outlet mall. And uh, for now, the uh, plan is still to have the mall car show, but again, another fluid situation there. So uh, stay tuned. If you were interested in checking that out at the, uh, the, the outlets in Niagara Falls, the Ransomville Speedway Mall Car Show that is still on as of right now. But again, that could change too. So stay tuned to their social media and websites for the latest information there. There is actually two racing events going on this weekend in the United States. Uh, in Pennsylvania, apparently there has not been any rules against crowds gathering and a couple sprint car tracks 
uh, got their season started this weekend. Yesterday, the Port Royal Speedway uh, got a show in, and today the Williams Grove Speedway is scheduled to race, and uh, that'll be streamed live on DirtVision.com if you feel like ponying, ponying up the bucks to watch that online uh, over at Williams Grove. Williams Grove, and then also down in Georgia, there was a short track in Corcoran, Georgia, that's been racing this weekend. In North Carolina, they tried to do some racing, but uh, the folks at the Hickory Motor Speedway, they got the show started, got halfway through, and then right before feature time, the governor of North Carolina uh, issued a state of emergency banning major gatherings of people, and uh, the Speedway had thought that wasn't going to go into effect until Monday, so that's why they decided to hold their event, and then when the governor said that it took effect immediately, they had no choice but to shut things down. So uh, there has been a few racing events in America this weekend, but obviously all the major shows, major national motorsports associations, you know, right now taking a hiatus for now for uh, for the time being, along with the rest of the sports world. And it's obviously for the greater good. How this affects, you know, the, obviously tracks are going to take a hit just like every other sporting event, you know, from vendors to track employees to uh, you know, the marketing partners and everything and the media partners and the, the sanctioning bodies themselves losing uh, ticket revenue and everything. It's going to be uh, quite a uh, stretch to see how everybody comes out of this and uh, how the future of the sport looks. And with that, we're going to go to the Western Hotline and bring in from Sports Business Journal, Adam Stern, who covers the motorsports industry and the esports industry, joins us on the hotline. Adam, it's Dave Buchanan here in Buffalo. Good morning. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Doing all right, all things considered. Uh, it's been a busy week for you. As usual, you are right on top of things. But just from an overhead standpoint, Adam, just what a week it has been for the sports industry. Yeah, I mean, definitely one of the uh, you know craziest weeks I can remember. I've been at uh, Sports Business Journal now since late 2012, and this is definitely right up there with the, you know, if not the, certainly one of the craziest weeks I can remember. Um, it probably is number one. I mean, just to have, you know, what happened with the NBA and just that whole debacle there in the middle of the week, and, and obviously that was the same day where the NCAA tournament makes an unprecedented decision to cancel the NCAA tournament. Um, and then you kind of had the domino effect from there. Yeah, I, it's just been a remarkable week, and it's going to be interesting to see how things go from here. You know, I think there's still a lot of unknowns, and, you know, you look at things like the financial impact and how much are teams going to lose and leagues are going to lose. I mean, these are things where I don't even think those guys know yet, let alone people like you and me. But at the same time, yeah, there's there's so many kind of different angles to this and so many different parts and pieces of, of just huge things to unpack here and, and obviously nascar is right 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 there in the mix you know now having suspended two of its races you know indycar has basically done the same with four of its races formula one obviously uh you know they're in big trouble as well and MotoGP, supercross formula e i mean pretty much every motorsport series now has been affected as well so it's uh it's a crazy time i know you were kind of monitoring things that were going on in Atlanta this weekend and how quickly the situation changed for NASCAR. At first it was, we're going to go ahead as scheduled um, without fans. And then what was it? Thursday morning, uh, I believe Thursday morning where it went from, we're condensing the schedule and then it quickly turned from a complete cancellation. Do you have any, or po postponement, I should say, do you have any insight why it went from, and I know on top of the coronavirus and everything, 
along with that. There was also some weather concerns this weekend in Atlanta, which is why they were going to shorten the schedule. But why do you think right before they were going to maybe condense this, this, condense the schedule, they just went ahead with the full postponement? Do you have any insight on that? Yeah, I mean, I don't have insight as far as, you know, 100% the precise reason why. But certainly, I mean, you know, first of all, NASCAR hasn't made any executives available, so they haven't really commented yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, IndyCar has. And so, when you, you know, when you look at kind of what IndyCar says, I would imagine it was probably pretty similar with NASCAR. And, and what Mark Miles, the CEO of IndyCar, was saying was, you know, on Thursday night, you know, you had the Players' Championship reverse their decision, uh, you know, in the PGA Tour and, you know, cancel their event. You had on Friday, you had President Trump declaring a national emergency Uh, that was coming later that afternoon. But it became clear in the morning that that was going to happen. So my my guess is that at first, you know, when and also there was some talk about uh, and and, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, I'm in Charlotte, which isn't too far from Atlanta. I don't it's not raining currently, but there had been some talk about maybe some rain in the forecast. So I think at first, you know, NASCAR moved to the spectator list move. Mm. And then they said, all right, let's condense the weekend like it's already probably a little bit, you know, questionable to have people around each other all weekend. So maybe we can condense it and and get people in and out. Um, and so I think as they were planning for that, you know, then other things started to change. Then you had the PGA Tour canceled. Then you had President Trump about to declare a national emergency. So I think things just kind of kept rationing up. I'm not aware of if, you know, like the Georgia, you know, anyone like the governor got involved or something like that. Um, you know, Speedway Motorsports, which owns Atlanta Motor Speedway, I mean, you know, people from that company were feeling kind of like, you know, they were feeling bullish about their chances of being, they wanted to be able to host fans, mm-hmm. you know, mid middle of the week, even into the later part of the week. So from their perspective, you know, they probably would have liked to have fans there or at least keep running, um, you know, spectator lists to, to kind of have the show go on, even though, of course, that, that wasn't ideal for them. I mean, they wanted to have fans. So, I mean, they didn't want to be spectator lists, but certainly I think from a Speedway Motorsports perspective, they kind of just got, you know, there's only so much they could do. You know, NASCAR ultimately runs the series. And so, yeah, again, you know, whether there were politicians that got involved or it was just kind of the natural chain of events and it became clear that NASCAR didn't want to be this one kind of major property along with, I guess, IndyCar yeah. to, to still be running. I'm not sure exactly, but clearly there was a lot of events that were kind of making it more and more questionable to keep running. And so I think when you added that all up, uh, that's kind of, you know, obviously kind of came out a little sloppily, you know, because they were – they had several different plans that were getting reported. At first it was getting reported, like you said, that they were going to condense the weekend. And just a few hours later, it was confirmed that they were canceling. So it was a little bit sloppy, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it was just a very fluid situation. Adam Stern from Sports Business Journal joining us. I'm just going to break in real quick and just say that uh, County Executive Mark Polencar's his press conference has just started. If you want to catch that, that's over on our sister station, News Radio 930 WBEN. If there's any urgent matters of news that we need to pass along we will as that develops but that press conference is currently underway with uh, Erie County of course having their first three reported cases of the coronavirus so again that press conference over on WBEN but if any major news breaks we will uh, jump in with that uh, sorry Adam just wanted to pass it along as our public service um, Adam let's let's play the the what if game and obviously fluid situation you know but let's just say that it's we just NASCAR in let's we'll stick with them specifically you know has to just just reschedule Atlanta and Homestead. Where do you think they find a home on a schedule for those two events? And again, let's just say because everything else takes place as scheduled, uh, more races could be canceled. But where do you think those two races wind up being rescheduled as it looks currently with the 2020 schedule for for NASCAR? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a couple off weekends throughout the season, and it's not many in NASCAR. And so that's why, and I was reading this last night in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. <clears throat> they did an interview with uh, Ed Clark, the outgoing president of Atlanta Motor Speedway, and he mm. was saying, you know, basically there's two, you know, there's a couple dates in the in the summer, including the Olympic break as currently, um, to, you know, potentially reschedule these. But what? But if if more than two races get, you know, I think they currently have two to three off weekends. Yeah. So if more than two to three um, races get, po- you know, at this point there's two races postponed. So let's say it goes beyond that and goes like to four, then they're going to potentially have to start canceling races. Yeah. Um, if they can keep it to two or maybe you know one more, like say Texas, there's a chance they could you know fill all those all those off weekends uh, with those three races. You know, Atlanta, Texas and Miami. So I think, you know, there's a there's obviously there, there was supposed to be a two week break in the summer uh, for the Olympics. You know, NASCAR had worked specifically the other way around. NBC Sports had worked with NASCAR. They did the same with IndyCar to get these properties to take a two week break. I forget the exact timing of that, but obviously the Olympics starts in what around uh, uh, June or July. So mm-hmm. it's around that time frame, uh, maybe in August. I forget the exact weeks. So certainly, you know, you have a couple weeks in in the middle of summer where yeah, if they can keep it to two or three races, they can just fill those in pretty easily and say, okay, that off weekend is no longer an off weekend. We're going back to Atlanta. Um, but, again, if it goes beyond that, and, and we don't know yet at this stage if it will, but if they if they have beyond certainly three, uh, maybe even two races postponed, then we could start looking at a situation where NASCAR is going to have to outright cancel them unless they work out something like a midweek deal, which is possible. Um you know, I'm sure they're looking at every option right now. So I haven't heard that yet. But, you know, obviously they could potentially try and do something where the industry flies out to somewhere in the middle of the week. It would obviously maybe have to be close to where they were going to be at the other track that week. And so it'll be interesting to see what sort of scheduling they can come up with here to make it work. But obviously, again, they can't really start to fill in those dates until they figure out how long they're really going to be out. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, obviously you're hearing different things from different sports properties. MLB saying maybe we'll be back as soon as the – beginning of may mm-hmm. um you know nba's taking a month off so it'll be interesting to see kind of how quickly they can get back going here because that'll have a big impact on if they can you know reschedule these events or just have to outright cancel them adam stern joining us from sports business journal adam last thing before we let you go in the absence of live on track action the uh, esports world has been buzzing and especially the motorsports related esports world because so many of the the top drivers in many National Motorsports, including NASCAR and IndyCar. They're also avid players of games like iRacing, and they're trying to fill the void. Uh, I know you've reported on a a big event that's possibly in the works, and then some other folks, including Dale Jr. and Alex Bowman, uh, are putting on a race this afternoon on over on Twitch to kind of help the void. And that's a a unique thing where, yep, not live cars on track, but it, it, it looks very similar to the real thing. Yeah, it's amazing to see how many people across motorsports are doing it. You know, there is one in the open wheel world that just wrapped up literally about a half an hour ago. And I didn't get to see the whole event, but from what I saw at its peak, um, it had about 45,000 people on YouTube. Wow. It probably went up in the main event because um, when I was watching, it wasn't even the main event. It was kind of like uh, the, the heat qualifying races. And they had people like uh, Colton Herta and Simon Pagano from the IndyCar series. They had Max Verstappen from Formula One. Uh, some of these guys were doing just an open wheel one just now. So, you know, kind of across the motorsport spectrum, we've seen people do this, and it's very cool, obviously. And we all know that sim racing is, is kind of, you know, it's extremely, cl- you know, it's not real racing, but 
it's probably closer to real racing than, you know, playing NBA 2K is to, you know, actually being in the NBA. And mm-hmm. so, obviously, you know, that, that kind of connection there between sim racing and, and how close it is and how much it's used by real racers is kind of coming in handy right now. So, um, yeah, like you said, you know, there's going to be one later today with, with William Byron, Dale Jr., Alex Bowman, among others. There's a much bigger one in the works from what I understand that I think is going to be sometime next week. At first they were talking about Thursday, and then Matt Benedetto had a video yesterday saying that he thinks it's going to be Sunday, so the date may have changed there to Sunday. I'm not sure where they're going to broadcast it yet. It could be on TV. could just be digital. could be both. Uh, but, you know, there's definitely going to be some, some Cup Series drivers participating and potentially some, um, you know, some, some top Xfinity drivers as well. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's very cool. It's a great way to kind of help fill the void. It's amazing how much fans have kind of been into this. You know, I think – when there's real racing going on, you've had a lot of people kind of roll their eyes at, at sim racing and yeah. say, oh, I don't really need this. I got the real thing. But now that real racing is gone, I think you're seeing a lot of people say, oh, I'll, I'll give this a try. So it would be cool to see how it works out. Yeah, it's kind of funny how it's turned back during the winter months and they were going to have a media day for some of the NASCAR I don't know, sim racing teams or whatever. I don't follow it closely. But then modified driver Justin Bonsignor you know, tipped off this whole uh, – social media discussion about uh, sim racing drivers versus real racing drivers, and now here we are, everybody clamoring just for anything to watch because there's nothing else on. Uh, Interesting way how things have gone. Adam, uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. If you you want to stay on top of the motorsports industry, he is a must-follow on Twitter, A underscore S12, Adam Stern, Sports Business Journal. Thank you for the time, as always, and hopefully we can talk again soon under better circumstances. Yeah, appreciate it, Dave. Thank you so much. All right, Adam Stern, once again, Sports Business Journal. Uh, yeah, the uh, big, uh, the one to watch today when it comes to uh, e-racing, it's going to be at 3 o'clock this afternoon on Twitch. Um, so if you're under the age of 35, you know what that is. Uh, but it's an online streaming service, uh, twitch.tv slash podium esports. Uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's called The Replacements 100, and it will feature uh, William Byron, Alex Bowman, Dale Jr., Bubba Wallace, Justin Allgaier, uh, Ben Rhodes, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, Anthony Alfredo, uh, some of the real racers. Also, some of their personalities, TJ Majors, who, of course, is Joey Logano's spotter, uh, originally from this part of the country. Um, Kyle Long used to play in the NFL. Tim Duggar is a country musician. Chad Knaus, Jimmy Johnson's former crew chief. Kevin Hamlin, who's Alex Bowman's spotter. Coleman Presley. Uh, Josh Williams, another cup spotter. Those are just some of the other personalities that are going to be involved in this event. Uh, Kevin Hamlin, uh, Alex Bowman spotter, is kind of the one really uh, pushing this whole thing. So that one is today at 3 o'clock. Again, twitch.tv slash podium esports if you want to check that out. And then there might, as Adam said, there might be a pretty big one that may even be on national television. I wouldn't be surprised if like a Fox Sports 1 or an NBC Sports picks it up. Uh, depending on who they make deals with, especially if Dale Jr. is involved. It leads me to believe that it might be an NBC Sports kind of thing. Um, But that could be coming too. So something to fill the void. Uh, We come back. uh, Real quick, though, latest uh, from Thank you, Derek. Yes. Latest from Mark Poland Cars is that conference is going on over on WBEN. The numbers that he has given, three positive cases. They were identified in Buffalo, Grand Island, and Clarence, all three of whom had traveled out of the area. 
And there are 59 people in quarantine, one person mandatory, 58 voluntary. Those are the latest numbers. So nothing about schools closings or anything? Nothing as of, of yet. the sort as of yet. All right. Thank you, Derek. We will continue to update you on that. Also, again, that's over on WBEN right now. We're going to step aside. We come back. Scott Wiley is going to join us. We'll talk about a big event coming up this summer at the Holland Speedway. That's next here on Fast Track on WGR. Eleven thirty-four here on WGR Sports Radio five fifty. At least Derek Kramer and I are having a good laugh here on WGR's Fast Track. I'm Dave Buchanan. Twice now we've just broken into hysterics since we've been sitting here for the past I don't know hour or so. We were listening to ESPN Radio before we came on the air, and Adam Schefter taking a phone call on his other phone mid-radio interview on ESPN Radio, and then um, there was an advertisement. If you're paying attention in that last break, that was. Had to make you laugh just hearing it. So, uh, Derek Kramer, thank you for being here, my friend. And uh, he is uh, busy lining up Scott Wiley here on the uh, Wester Hotline uh, as uh, things are, you know, on hold here for the the motorsports world as we've kind of went through in the first segment. Uh, how are you been? How will you fill the time? Obviously, spending time with your families, trying to stay healthy, but. Just simply from a racing standpoint, are you playing racing video games? Are you watching some of these uh, sim racing events online? Are you watching old races on YouTube? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment. Um, there's some some dandies out there, but uh, would love to hear how you're going to be filling your non-racing Sunday uh, this morning here on Fast Track. We'll take those phone calls in our final segment. But right now, we are going to go to the Western Hotline and bring in a third-generation racer. He competes on the Race of Champions Modified Series among uh, seeing him race in cup lights and late models and E-modifieds and sports modifieds and super stocks and everything in between. Scott Wiley joins us, the American dream himself. Scott, good morning, my friend. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Dave? Doing really well. I know your dad at one point told me to stop calling you that, but I still think it's a great <laughs> nickname. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> speaking of your dad, the uh, phenomenal Rick Wiley, one of the all-time greats in Western New York Racing, Unfortunately, you and your family losing him last year, but there's going to be a great tribute for him coming this summer at the Holland Speedway, the inaugural uh, Rick Wiley Memorial for the Race of Champions Late Model Series in Race of Champions Sports and Modifieds. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's coming up this August at Holland? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's an honor to be able to put that race on, and, and I have to thank the, the Bennett family, uh, Mr. Bennett, Ron Bennett, um, and Joe Skadnicki from the ROC for, you know, allowing us to put this event on. And it, it's something that we had started talking about last year. Um, you know, as you, as you mentioned, my, my dad's untimely death, but, uh, it was, uh, it's a great way to honor our family's been part of Holland Speedway since it opened. And, um, you know, I couldn't think of a better place to, to have it. And, uh, you know, obviously with the success he had in the late model division, you know, we wanted to put on, uh, the late model race and, and try and, you know, get a bigger late model race back in Western New York as it's been a while. And it's going to be 48 laps for the late models, which of course was the da- the number your dad made famous when he drove uh, in the 48 car. And then the sportsmen are going to do 52 laps. And of course you had those together, you get 100 Scott and that kind of pays tribute to the, the great bud 100 events that were at Holland over the years. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were trying to, to get after there with the uh, amount of laps. And, and I, I'm actually in talks uh, with them and uh, in trying to get Budweiser back on board for uh, this race, and hopefully we can make that happen. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been a been an awesome show of support just in the you know a couple days that it's been announced um, of how many shares and, and likes it's got on Facebook. And, uh, you know, Larry Ott had let me know about how many hits it's got on, on the newspaper and uh 
it's uh, it's been great to see, and it's uh, it's overwhelming that you know so many people uh, you know love my dad and love watching him race, and and the history that goes back at Holland with you know guys like my dad and our Clark and Dick Flag and and all those people. So it's it's great. It's going to be a fun race. You know, hopefully we can get some of the older racers uh, that used to race either with him or you know even before him that are still around to. Uh, to come out for that night and kind of make it a nostalgic night and, and uh, you know, let everyone interact with the fans and, and kind of hopefully have a feeling of the old days at Holland. And that's kind of the added significance is the fact that there was no racing at Holland Speedway last year when, when the uh, the person that had leased the facility, that deal fell apart. You know, the, the track set silent outside of a crash-a-rama event. There was no on-track action racing-wise. So the fact that that race, along with two other events on the Holland schedule for this year, the fact that there's going to be actual racing back at the the high banks is is pretty significant. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, again, big thanks to Mr. Bennett and you know uh, and his family. Uh, you know, they don't have to to put this race on. You know, they don't have to have any racing at the facility. And and the fact that they've you know uh, reached into their pockets and put some money back into the place and fixed it up. Uh, you know, due to the unfortunate uh, previous. Uh, people that, that lease the racetrack and and what happened there and all the damage that happened to the racetrack. So it's it's really great for them to put uh, put this into there uh, into the racetrack and then also to uh, you know to honor my father is a is a huge deal to myself and, and our family. And uh, the other events that are uh, slated uh, at Holland include uh, July 18th, the uh, the Race of Champions Modified Series will run the uh, Crosby's 100, and then the annual uh, George Decker Memorial for the Sportsman Modifieds. That'll be on August the 1st on top of a couple uh, crash events. So Holland uh, will have uh, five events on the schedule um, for the 2020 season. And I know, Scott, you race you know everywhere from, from here up into Canada and, and down south even with your racing career, but uh, Holland is your home and your family's home, and it's just got to feel good getting a chance to go back there this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any uh, any chance I can get to race at Holland is uh, obviously a big deal to win there, which, you know, we've done a few years ago, with, or a couple years ago in the Decker Memorial Race. Uh, you know, it's just an honor anytime you can win there and uh, with the history that our family has, and, and obviously the Decker family putting on their race. You know, they've been a huge supporter of racing at Holland Speedway for you know, many years, and uh, it's always an honor to to be able to run well in that race. And obviously, the race champions tour would be uh, be awesome to get a get a win there with with that car for sure. Well, Scott, you've got the season coming up, and you've been a busy guy, as we've talked about. But your main focus has been following the Race of Champions Modified Series. Uh, you got a great team there with uh, the Booker Motorsports team, Frank Booker and his family that own it. You've got great people like. Billy Putney and the old Bandit Motorsports team that helped Billy win so many races and championships and race the Champions 200 at Oswego. Uh, it's a great little group you got, and you guys uh, keep getting better and better, it seems, with every year. Um, yeah, so we uh, we have definitely been getting better, and i got to thank uh, the Booker family, Frank and Patty, um, for putting me in their car, and, and Billy, obviously, for kind of taking me under his wing and, you know, really uh, bringing me along in the, in the modified division. And uh, we've actually... Uh, kind of started a new team this year, and um, we'll still be running uh, with Billy as uh, the crew chief and team manager. But uh, Joe Stearns has has uh, purchased some new equipment for us, and uh, we formed a new team with him that uh, you know will give us you know everything that we need to to run up front. And uh, really looking forward to that um, for sure, and and uh, being able to hopefully get some wins and go after the championship this year for the for the Race of Champions Modified Tour and. Uh, 
So that's uh, kind of where our, our plans are after this year. You know, we'll be running some select sportsman shows and um, obviously following the full tour with the, with the big mods. So uh, it's going to be a busy year and really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, our, my business is doing well. We've been uh, building every year, and that's been going real well. So uh, just busy and fortunate to get to do what I love. Joey Stearns, there's a name you don't hear too much very often, but former uh, Lancaster modified driver. Uh, one of my Joey Stearns memories, him sliding down the front stretch at Lancaster on his roof. But uh, how'd you get partnered up with him? Um, well, I mean, he's been, uh, you know, keeping an eye on us and obviously he has a connection uh, with driving for uh, Billy's father. And, um, yeah. you know, he's been, he's been keeping an eye and, and kind of approached us in the off season here. And, um, you know, he's, He's taken a huge leap and, and shown a, a lot of uh, uh, excitement towards the season, and I appreciate everything he's doing for me and, and putting the effort and, uh, and financial backing, you know, with us to be able to uh, compete at the highest level. You know, I mean, uh, we, uh, again, I was very fortunate that Frank put me in his car and Billy's backed me, and it's just put me in this position. that We've run well the last few years. Like you said, we've been closing in and uh, running up front uh, quite a bit last year, so uh, I'm excited to try and take that next step this year and, and go after uh, bigger and better things. You, Scott Wiley joining us from the Race of Champions Modified Series in Holland Speedway. Uh, Scott, you mentioned a little bit, but your business, um, not only can you drive race cars, but you can build them, and, and Crucci found them pretty good as well. Uh, of course, your association with uh, Taylor Holdaway and, and helping out his late model operation Canada for a couple of seasons, and uh, it's kind of developed into this business, Wiley Racing Performance, and uh, you do all sorts of stuff. What what are some of the services you provide racers in Western New York and Southern Ontario with uh, your your operation there? Uh, yeah, we uh, you know we we've done a lot on the side, and I was fortunate enough to you know to learn a lot from my father, and then kind of go down south a little bit and and kind of take it to the next level. And Taylor kind of put me on the map up in Canada, and now we've been racing a lot down south uh, with him and having success. So um, you know, I got to thank him for for letting me. Uh, and trusting me to, to do that. But, um, you know, we provide setup opportunity or setup uh, help with, uh, you know, any division from, you know, street stocks on up to modifieds and, uh, uh provide chassis building and fabrication, uh, and just about any, any race car out there. We sell parts, uh, for, for any race cars and, and dealers for McNall and motor state and, uh, you know, can get pretty much anything anyone needs for that. Um, we're going to be moving into South Buffalo into a new shop, so I'll uh, get that information out as soon as we're in there 100%. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be expanding into uh, doing, you know, modified clips and more work on, on the sport mods and uh, and big mods shortly here once we move into our new shop, a new facility, then, and I bought some new equipment to allow me to kind of expand. And, um, you know, I really appreciate the sport around Western New York. It's been great. You know, we've been growing and uh over the last year and a half here and it succeeded my expectations and you know we're just trying to take that next step to stay ahead of everything and, mm -hmm. and be able to provide the most uh support whether it be fabrication setup uh you know parts to to any team in western new york uh racing so uh thank you for touching on that and it's uh like, again thank you to all the racers in western new york for for supporting us very good. Well, we wish you the best of luck on that side and also with your on-track exploits this season with the Race of Champions Modified Series and especially that big event, Fear Dad, coming up this August. Scott, thank you so much for the time and can't wait to see you at the track very soon, my friend. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Scott Wiley from the Race of Champions Modified Series. Again, uh, August 29th, Holland Speedway, the inaugural Rick Wiley Memorial. But we've got urgent breaking news. Derek Kramer, take it away. All right, so... Erie County Executive Mark Polencars has declared a state of emergency that will go into effect in just 15 minutes. Therefore, all Erie County schools will be closed off tomorrow. More, uh, 
more going on with that one in the coming days, figuring out what they need to do there. Staff be informed of the status by their individual districts. So a state of emergency for Erie County after the three coronavirus cases have been confirmed. There you go. So uh, for more, again, tune over to uh, WBEN News Radio 930 for the latest. But uh, as Derek said, state of emergency in effect for Erie County as of noon this afternoon and no school in Erie County uh, tomorrow, at least for now. And then they'll, I'm sure, continue to uh, take a look at that situation as it develops. So thank you, Derek, for breaking in with that. We come back. We will... uh, well, enjoy our last few minutes before the state of emergency goes into effect. We'll wrap up this edition of Fast Track with your phone calls, 803-0551-888-552-550. How are you going to be spending your race-free Sunday? Uh, Is there any other... You're going to be watching some old races on YouTube. You're going to be watching some sim racing. Uh, What you're going to do, we'd love to hear from you when we come back here on Fast Track on WGR. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Eleven fifty-one here in WGR Sports Radio five fifty. Dave Buchanan wrapping up this edition of Fast Track. Uh, again, in case you missed this, state of emergency in Erie County starting at noon this afternoon. That's in less than nine minutes. All Erie County schools are closed to students on Monday. All Erie County schools closed to students tomorrow. Now I feel like a true Western New York radio person, Derek. I got to announce a school closing on the air, although it is not snow-related, unfortunately. You made it, Bukes. <laughs> Join the list of the greats of Western New York broadcasting. Um, another... Uh, Sim race streaming online today, if you if you feel like it. At noon this afternoon, uh, over at Speed51.com, they're streaming a uh, race from the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, among the names you might have heard of that are going to be t- participating, uh, Tyler and Ryan Truex, Justin Bonsignor, who we've had on the show before, Ty Gibbs, Austin Beers from the Race of Champions series, uh, late model driver Carson Hosevar, Mike Christopher Jr., also, uh, Kevin Hamlin, who's Alex Bowman's spotter. Brent Wentz from Penske Racing, who we've had on this show before at Watkins Glen. Uh, TJ Majors, uh, Western New York native, and Joey Logano's spotter are all going to be participating in that. They had a Speed 51 had a, a race last night. They were streaming a truck race they were doing, and Dale Jr. showed up, but they are not uh, advertising him, but he was a uh, surprise visit to their uh, field last night there online. Uh, at speed51.com, and again, uh, on Twitch at 3 o'clock today, there's another big one as well, too. Uh, YouTube is a great source if you just want to fill some time with racing. Uh, There's lots of old NASCAR races, lots of old IndyCar, any kind of racing, really. If you All you got to do is search for it. Um, Two local motorsports events of note that are on the uh, on YouTube, if you've never seen them. Uh, The 1996 race that from the ASA that ran at Lancaster that was broadcast nationally on TNN uh, that is available on YouTube um, that uh, the, wasn't a 
was an interesting day because the track fell apart. It was really warm that day, and so uh, the track didn't look that great on national television. But still, if you want to check out uh, what Lancaster Speedway looked like on TN in 1996, that is there. Also, if you search the Niagara Falls Grand Prix, uh, yeah, there was a street race in Niagara Falls in 1988. Uh, there's two different races available. The uh, SCCA Trans Am race that was broadcast on TNN with Diamond P Sports and the great Steve Evans, that is on there. There's also another one I found. Uh, it is some kind of truck series, not NASCAR's truck series, but there's a truck race. Uh, it's a multi-camera broadcast, but there's no play-by-play on it. So even if you just want to check that out, too, uh, that's up there, too. Just search uh, Niagara Falls Grand Prix. Uh, But those are up on YouTube if you're looking for some racing filler this weekend. Uh, Let's go to Lynn real quick before we run out of time. Lynn, good morning. Good morning. At least I found something to do this morning. Yes, thank you for tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? You'd be on the air because I'm thinking, what's he going to yak about for an hour? Right, I know. (laughs) I mean, like I told your call screener, I got nada. No sports, no library, nothing. Well, Up up here in Ontario, they've shut down... Everything. I mean, the schools were closed three days ago. They said, okay, the two weeks after March break, yeah, you're gone. Yeah. I got no library. Uh, my portable DVD player decided to contact uh, COVD, and it's gone. Oh, no. So at least I have a stockpile of six months' worth of crossword puzzles I can work on. I have no answers, but that should keep me busy <laughs> for a while, at least between now and September. There we go. Well, Lynn, I'm, I'm glad we could keep you company for a little bit this morning. Thanks for calling. Okay. Take care. Lynn from St. Catharines checking in. Thank you very much, Lynn. Uh, I hope, like Lynn, you found you've got something to do. Um, what you, know. you got, Bukes? I got a four-year-old, so that fills up a lot of time. You know what? That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> uh, her and my wife are at right right now watching Frozen Two since that popped up on Disney Plus. Yep, that's so. I'll streaming ch- services are going to be. Uh, yeah, I've very got, frequent. I've got a four-year-old and I've got beer. I'm pretty good. All right, there you go. <laughs> how about, that sounds simple. How about you? I've got. Video games and uh, the yeah. draft, mock drafts. Mock drafts. Mock drafts. You get the mock drafts. Mock drafts and video games. That's it. You got some podcasts you're going to do? Yeah. I, I mean, usually I have to travel somewhere to do it, but... Uh. Speaking of podcasts, before we go, there you go. Uh, thank you for reminding me. I was going to talk about this. Uh, if you don't listen to Dale Jr.'s podcast, the Dale Jr. Download, uh, listen to the new episode with Kenny Schrader. It is awesome. The, every uh, I'm not a I'm not a regular listener. I've only listened to two episodes of the Dale Jr. Download. This one and the one he had on with Gary Ballou. But I hear there's some other great hits in there. The 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 John Force one I heard was uh, pretty epic. But the Kenny Schrader uh, podcast, he just for the simple fact that they talk about the time. Uh, Dale Jr., when he was a teenager, uh, went on a tour around Midwest Short Tracks with Kenny Schrader, and uh, they gave him gave 16-year-old Dale Jr. a constant st- supply of alcoholic beverages, and uh, there's a great story between Dale Jr. and Carl Edwards' dad you got to hear. So Dale Jr. download, uh, find the Ken Schrader episode, listen to them all, but that one, the Gary Ballou one from this past summer is also a really cool listen. So if you need some podcasts, those are some recommendations right there, too. Thanks for listening. We might be back next Sunday. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out something. Um, we're on the schedule, but I don't know if I'll have anything to talk about. We'll see. Uh, take care. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.